Well, let's talk about the battle and how it starts off with Tony, Thor, and Steve. My dudes. From it's just they've come so far since that battle three, by themselves. No, but okay, those three walking together it reminded me when they were like after was it after the first one when they were walking down the hall like, talking about like the hammer. When it's just like the three of them like and they get in like in the elevator and they're, like talking about like who's I think wording. it's Age of Ultron. Oh, was it yeah, Ultron? Ultron. And like, just seeing those three like walking together like that really reminded me yeah. of that. Yeah, because. Again, think back to the original Avengers. Those three, we first see them fighting each other. Yeah. Doth mother know you wear their drapes? Like, what is it, Shakespeare in the park? We go from <laughs> that to the three of them coming face-to-face with Thanos. And so that alone, I was just like chills head to toe. And then Steve picks up the hammer. It's like, we all, we've known since Ultron that he was worthy. worthy. Thor knew it because he was like, I knew it. Yeah, because, like, but. He, he saw like, but Steve purposely didn't, didn't because he was afraid. Yeah. He didn't want to do like, in front of all those people, he didn't want to embarrass Thor. <laughs> like. No, but it's also just someone, I forget who said it, but they were like, it's fear. He didn't, allow, when he realized that he could potentially do it, he, he didn't want to. Yeah. But at that moment when he lost the, sh- he needed the uh, second defense. When and he got more, I can't say it. Mew Mew? Mjolnir? <laughs> I speak just, one just, language. Just call, just call it what Darcy does. It's Mew Mew. <laughs> I said that to a friend. They're like, what? I was like, Darcy says this. I didn't make this up. <laughs> but yeah. But when he, we erupted in cheers. Oh my God. We, that theater collectively lost our minds. It was just, it was magic. Like, my feet went up in the air. It's like we were we were waiting for that for years. Yeah, like, but I didn't realize him, like, I was waiting for and, it. Like, bloody teeth, like, and then you see him, like... That's also another thing, though. I, I didn't realize I needed it until it happened. I was like, I have just ascended. I was, like, holding the arms. I'm pretty sure, like, I put my hand over you at one point. And I was just... Yeah, it was just... That was... That's what you call epic. That's yeah. an epic moment. And like Thor's face in the midst of that. And then like we mentioned, you get the small one afterwards. It it was amazing. It was so, so good. And you know you needed all of that. You needed all of those. We needed to go back in time to get Mew Mew. Because otherwise, then Steve would be dead. Or Thor would be dead. Yeah. One of them would be dead in this battle without the other one. And And then Tony lying to Thanos. And like tricking him was just that was the best moment. Cause I I think at that t- moment I looked at my clock, so I was like, like, how much time do we have? Like, <laughs> what is actually happening? And then when he snapped and it was just clink, like nothing happened. That went like. But it's just regardless, you didn't. I would never have expected that, and I didn't know I needed that for Tony to be the one to pick up the gaunt the iron man gauntlet yeah but gauntlet gauntlet Gauntlet. i said gauntlet Mm -hmm. for a second there but it and then just when like steve's standing there and then he hears cap that's another scene where we lost it when on on your left i was like oh my god oh my god and then all the portals are opening i think the first one was um the black um, panther okay and shuri and I'm so glad we got to see Shuri in battle. Oh, yes. Like with her with her gauntlet. Yes. So that was perfect. And then was it 
Was it Doctor Strange? I can't remember the order they all came because at one point it was just like panic, like back and forth to show yeah. all the different people. Because it I was think like the it Guardians. Was... Can I say when Guardians were last. when the Guardians came out and Mantis was like doing like some like golem thing with her hands? I lost. It. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> and then... was Wong just like hanging out in New York the entire time because we know he survived. Yeah. So why <laughs> is that the first time we're seeing him? I don't know. <laughs> And then um, when Peter, everyone lost their mind for Peter, Peter Parker. Was, in that moment, he was Luis. Yeah. He was like, and Doctor Strange was there. And oh my gosh. And, and then like, it was like five minutes and then. But like, and then he said, we have to go. They need our help. And that when Tony was just like, just didn't even he say anything to him, hug which, him. I'm just like, cause in homecoming, when they were in the car and like, he reached over to open the door and like, and he's Peter like, oh, I'm just like, opening no, the door. And, and then they're, they're there. there. Oh. My heart. That's another moment where I was like in sobs because I was just like, oh God, he's back. And then when he's like, hi, I'm Peter. Who did he introduce himself again to? Uh, Carol. When they were playing hot potato with the gauntlet. <laughs> Literally, it was hot potato. That's another thing. I'm a little bit... At that battle scene, I wish Carol came in sooner, but she came at a perfect time yeah. really when they were like, what is that? It looks like another... And we're and like, she it's just Carol. Blew through that ship and it was like... Yes. It was amazing. Hi, Peter Parker. I love that. That was such a great moment. And she's because... like, you got something for me. And like, he gave it to her. And then all of our just, like, strong women. Oh. I could see Peggy and Natasha looking down at them from above. Like, look at that. We stand. We stand all of them. Nakia? In battle somewhere, man. This is the battle you come to. Ugh, Lupita Nyong'o just had to be so amazing and be in like a ton of movies. Come Mom, on, clear your schedule, lady. You don't have to be that good. We already know you're amazing. But also, Wanda. Wanda. When, like, she's like face to face with him, and she's like, "You took, you took everything, everything from me." From He's me. like, "I don't even know who you are." And then she's like, "You will." will. Oh. Like, I feel like because whenever she uses her powers, her eyes glow. But I feel like yeah. that was like the strongest was, red glow I've ever yeah, seen. Because like, she was. Her having grief none of it. Like, she lost everyone. And Vision was so important to her and so important to her powers and so important to the because, belief like, in who she was. Other, like, yeah. Because they didn't truly fully understand like themselves with like their powers. Exactly. They understood where each other each were other. from. So that was really beautiful. And oh, like we again we talked about it when they're like, she's not alone. I was like, yes. I need a shirt. Of all of that, and then says she's not alone. <laughs> oh my God, yes! And then Peggy and Natasha looking up from above, from the clouds like Mufasa. Yes, like this is who they were meant to be. Remember who you are, <laughs> ladies. It, it was perfect, truly in every Hope way. It was perfect. Oh yeah, and her mom. Can I just say? I just I don't know if it's I'm just not a fan of like the CGI making people younger, but like Michael Douglas, <laughs> it was like CG like okay, going back to civil young Robert Downey Jr. like actual young yeah. Robert Downey Jr. he was hot yeah, <laughs> but CGI young Robert Downey Jr. Why am I saying his full name? I should say RDJ. RDJ. But like CGI RDJ yeah. looked weird. Yeah, no hard CGI agree. Coulson looked Ooh. weird. Samuel L. Jackson is the only one that worked. It is, which is odd. I know. But, but Samuel L. Jackson, I feel like he could do anything then, he wants. Like CGI Michael Douglas looked really yeah. weird to me. Yeah. Granted, thankfully it was a brief scene. But yeah. still, it's, I'm glad we even got him. Like we got Hank Pym in this yeah. too. So um, 
But yeah, and then back to the battle. Another thing I really just... It's just who Peter is, but I really appreciated that moment where for a second he just like crouches completely and it's like you realize that at the end of the day he's still a child. Yeah. He's a kid. He's in high school and this is terrifying. And there's, again, that moment of genuine fear that we always see in Peter is what brings us to reality, sort of. When he activated instant kills. Oh my god, I was yeah. Like, finally, like, yes. Yes. Because yes. in, in Homecoming it. when... Like, he was, like, figuring out his suit, and, like, he, yeah. like, hacked it and everything. And She's like, no, no, not instant kill. <laughs> like, just, like, seeing the eyes go red, I was like, yeah, Amazing. So, I, I can't wait for Homecoming now. But far, far from, from home. home. Why does home have to be in both titles? Confuse me. I wonder what the third one's going to be. <laughs> Back at home. <laughs> Finally at home. Yeah, just home. Home. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and so to have Peter and... Uh, Pepper be with Tony. And I feel like for Peter, because like Tony, they both saw each other at their most die, yeah. basically. Like, even though Peter didn't really die, but like yeah. to Tony, he was He's dead. He's dead for five so years. So like they both experienced that with yeah. each other. Like, obviously, Peter has Aunt May, so he has that yeah, parental he has figure, parental but Tony figure. was kind of like, because he lost his dad and his uncle, so like yeah. Tony was that kind of father yeah, figure. Yeah, he was like a him. father figure. And that mentor, and like he lost him. I hope someone can still be that for him. I like, mean, because we see, like, in the Far From Home trailer, like, you you hear, like, Happy talking to him. Yeah. Like, he's like, you're far, you're away from home, like, your friends are in danger, like, what are you going to do? Like, all yeah. that. Like, so, I feel like, because we know in Homecoming, Happy was just, wasn't. Yeah, into He it. wasn't happy to no, have to, like, he babysit wasn't. Peter. Like, he was annoyed happy by this Happy just has child. to take up two kids now. But and... I feel like he's. Because, I mean, towards the end of the movie, like, at the end of Homecoming, when, like, he's coming to, like, the Avengers headquarters, and, like, yeah. he sees the Iron Spider suit, and, like, he turns down the opportunity yeah. to join the Avengers, like, and an happens, Avenger like, now. I told you he's a good kid, like, I feel like he's come around to Peter, like, yeah. and now he's gonna take, now that Tony's gone, he's gonna take over that role, like, yeah. looking over more And to a degree, I hope Rhodey would, too. And maybe even Strange. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like we saw so much heart in Strange. Not that we didn't before in Doctor Strange. You still see it. Like, clearly, you have to be yeah. worthy to be the Time Stone Keeper, but Strange is not one to show vulnerability as much, and he does so in very brief even instances. Even before his, like, powers, though. Yeah. Like... But he shows it later, and so I would love to see him check yeah. in on Peter I mean, he is in New York yeah too, so exactly so he can he can do it and I really love that moment where it's like well if we go back to the perfect time there's three stones in it in New York and yeah it's like yes um but yeah to have Peter be um like looked out, out for I love Steve to be like hey Queens yes <laughs> yes I love that moment because it was a throwback to what was civil, not such a great moment in Civil War but He's like, where are you from, kid? Queens. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> it was amazing. Just like It's just like the little things. Yeah, it really is the little things in this movie, and it, which is why I think it might be my number one now, because we got everything that I never thought we would get, and it just... Because we got bits and pieces of the other movies, yeah. like, and the things that I loved about those. Mm -hmm. And then it just... I feel like it just brought everything together yeah. so perfectly. It really did. And Thanos fading was just so satisfying. I'm like, sorry, Brolin, but... Peace. <laughs>
peace out. Don't come back. It's, that's what, ah, I loved it. I loved all of it. I am interested to see, like, going into her Guardians 3. Yeah. Like, because, also, we need to talk about Nebula because she. Oh, okay, yes, of course. But, like, with this Go. new Gamora. That's going to be very interesting. Because so then this she doesn't have that same history with with the rest of the mm. Guardians. And, like, she doesn't have a, re- a relationship with Quill. So. Yeah. So that'll be very interesting. And I, I, I guess I sort of appreciate that because the stakes were high. And I remember talking about it to a friend. I was like, well, I was like, they did all this stuff, but we know they're coming back. And, yes, we knew people who bit the dust were coming back. I don't think I could ever, like, say that without thinking of Queen. And another mm-hmm. one bites because literally someone ended up making the video of it to another one bites the dust and I was like oh my god but yeah so but people who like went into the soul stone they're not coming back so when Steve returns the soul stone cause someone was like well then does Natasha come back but I was like no but she's dead she's dead. dead in the soul stone so unfortunately no and like Bruce even said when he like when he snapped the gauntlet he tried to bring her back yeah. but he just couldn't do it yeah so it's unfortunately not possible. So that was really interesting that it's like there were deaths that were permanent. This wasn't just, oh, here, come back for the next movie. You'll see yeah. everyone come back. This was for shock value. I feel it's like it like, wouldn't have been as great if they no. just brought every single person back. Yeah, because then I'd be like, okay, so what was the point of Infinity War again? But I appreciated that because it did bring things back full circle mm-hmm. and it really showed what life is yeah. and that life is sometimes really shitty and people die and especially in a superhero movie even though i'm tired of it superheroes die sometimes the good will lose their fight and for nebula so nebula is really important because she is the key to understanding time travel (laughs) i I keep seeing some stuff and i'm just like did you pay attention to the movie like what like I cannot believe Steve just decided to screw up Peggy's entire life. Like she had a husband and uh, people I, different timelines. <laughs> and I was just like, Peggy's but did we pay attention in to the, the current s- timeline? When like we see old Steve again, Peggy still had that life with that husband and family. We'll talk about that. But yeah, and Nebula is the ultimate proof because she, every story we know about time travel, every movie, every show whatever even timeless which did a really good job of handling time travel even timeless timeless. did it like this yes where if you go back to the past and you shoot yourself your future self your present self is no longer born you you disappear the fact that nebula is like basically the cyborg exactly she's part machine like when they went back to that time place where she was also like existing Mm -hmm. and when that scene when it's her gamora and Thanos and then like she that whatever happens to her brain like you see that projection of her conversation with Rhodey and they're like trying to figure out what that is because she's in that same time like the two versions of her are like on the same frequency basically and so that's I mean that's how we get to that big battle scene because they figure out. Exactly but it doesn't matter the point is she shot herself she should have died Clearly, time travel does not work the way we think they do. They went out of their way so many times. But it's a different nebula, though. It doesn't matter. It's still... No, I'm just trying to say, but it's still nebula. Like, if Steve shot Steve in the Battle of New York, our Steve would still be alive. 
That's the point. The point is they went out of their way to tell us that if you if we went and killed baby Thanos, we would still know of a Thanos who killed all of our people with a snap. It doesn't erase Thanos from our existence. We it can't do that. Changes it just changes the line. present of those people in Thanos's life. It doesn't do anything for us. So that's the point of how different this time travel is that Steve going back in time does not alter the life Peggy lived because in this timeline, Peggy has already lived that life and is dead. Yeah. So that's what we need to get out. But yeah, Nebula was just the growth, the growth. I feel like after like that kind of conversation with Gamora mm-hmm. in volume two, when like, she's like, she just wanted a sister, like, but they were always like competing against yeah. each other. Like, I feel like they came to an understanding like she realized like they both wanted a sister yeah they both wanted like they to were be both, loved like they were both ripped from their home mm-hmm. by Thanos so like they have an understanding of each other and then I feel like she just grew from there so like in Infinity War she wants nothing more than to kill her father exactly yeah also a little mad that Thor took that from her but <laughs> but it also Stormbreaker, because he took her brother, so his brother, not her. Yeah. But here's the thing with um, Nebula and Gamora, and essentially all the Guardians. They are all people who have not been loved. Really, if you think about it, especially I mean, like Rocket was like put together. Yeah, Groot like, is probably this Groot is probably the only one who knows love yeah. because. Like he, he knows. Has all yeah, them. they're like his family. Peter lost like the one. Yeah, and he was so young when he yeah. lost his mother. And I suppose Drax is the only one that knows love because his family, family loved him. But after that, he was filled with vengeance that he he lost that love that he once knew. So with each other, they've found that, and I think that that's what's so beautiful about Nebula's and Gamora's story. When Nebula says like, "We become sisters," like we yeah. actually. We put everything aside, and Gamora's automatically taken aback by it because she doesn't feel Thanos' love, and which is why she laughs at him in Infinity War when she says, "Like, ha ha, like great, like you like, don't you love anything." Now? Because they have not felt that love; they felt a father who wanted something more than he wanted them. And so I thought that, that was really beautiful. That that is the integral part of their story of the Guardians. It's love. And, and that's how we get, like, that version of Gamora fighting on yeah, the side of the Avengers. exactly. And so that was breathtaking and very interesting. And I'm very, in, in, like, intrigued to see how out it'll work. Because the Guardians 2 was just not up to par. Baby Groot saved it, let's be real. But this will be very interesting because I feel like it'll touch on a lot of emotional beats that we missed in the second one which we could have had but we just missed it by i don't know where we went in the second one but and there's and it'll be very interesting to have thor in there i'm not sure how i feel about it quite yet (laughs) but it'll be interesting to have him because he's also lost everything so he's he understands them he He understands everyone he does fit in and so i'm not looking forward to the banter that'll happen between him and peter of who's more macho like it was funny in Infinity Exactly, War. <laughs> but I really hope that if we do get Thor in the next Guardians, that we put that aside. Mm-hmm. And if it is a battle of who is going to be the captain of the ship, 
that it's not a physical battle. It's a mental and spiritual and who is actually ready to be the captain, if that makes sense. So I don't want, I'm hotter than you. I'm hot. Like we don't need that. I can't say it on here. It's not appropriate. Like we don't need that energy <laughs> in, all, all up in here, if that makes sense. I'm sure the internet understands what I mean. Um, but so that is my one hope for the guardians. And also I, I oddly would like to see Nebula back on earth because we know it's possible now. Like mm-hmm. who is one of my favorite lines was when Natasha goes, I get emails from a raccoon. Nothing is surprising anymore. And she's just so done like, when she says pen, it like, <laughs> like, yeah. What would you like? Tell me nothing. is surprising. It's like signed never, rocket. Never thought I'd get my emails from a forest creature. So here we are. <laughs> Tony calls him ratchet. Like, oh God. But yeah, so I would like to see them pop in and out. What else? Are we going to talk about Steve now? We can't. Like, we can talk about Steve. When he Steve. goes back in time. Like, okay. No, First let's talk from all, the beginning. The beginning of the movie. Yes. Um... I'm going to lose my shit. So we start with the camera panning on Steve (laughs) as he finishes shaving his beard. And he looks somberly into the mirror. (laughs) No, but the one thing I wanted to say about Steve Rogers, I have a lot of things to say about Steve Rogers. Brace yourselves. Um, By the way, not to like self-promo, but I have multiple articles coming out (laughs) on Endgame and characters and love stories. So... Me a drink, man. It's going to get emo. <laughs> Chanel. Um, but basically, one of the things that, like I said, I I didn't allow myself to believe that there was a point where everyone was like, okay, you need to let go of Steve and Peggy. They were not that important to each other. And it sort of, not that it convinced me that they weren't, but I was just like, yeah, I mean, I guess, okay, like, I should let it go. It's in the past. And maybe Steve's let it go too. But Peggy has. And that's the thing. We have mourned Steve Rogers in the eyes of Peggy Carter. I Valediction was one of the best episodes of Agent Carter. It made me weep. Like when she loses that last piece of Steve that she yeah. has left. So, and it was one of the most beautiful scenes and actually one of my favorite articles I've ever written that like, I don't usually say I'm proud of my work, but that's work I'm proud of. I'm very proud of it. So I've always kind of said that they brought out the best in my writing and I never thought that I would get to write about them again, which is very satisfying for me, but I didn't allow myself to believe that Peggy was still so important to Steve because everyone was like, let it go, let it go. And I was like, Okay, fine. I don't see how people can like look at it that way because she's always going to be important. Even like after she's gone, because she was one of the few people, if not like the only person who like believed in him and liked him as Steve when before the serum. Like, yeah, who saw something in him before he was literally other than his parents. It's just her and Bucky. So. But she was there guiding him through being Captain America when Pe- uh, Bucky was off fighting the war. So there's also how much of that they spent together and how much they, they learned about each other. They for years. Like. Exactly. So, and she's been, a, she's been in every movie. 
Haley Atwell would always say it. Shout out to you, Madam Atwell. Like literally I would listen to podcasts just hoping we'd get something. Maybe I would hear something in her tone of voice that like she's coming back and now. Oh no, Marvel hasn't spoken to me. Really? Really, ma'am? Really? Oh, you Brits. Good at lying. Good at that. But so I didn't allow myself to believe that because here's the thing. Like I said, I couldn't see Steve moving on with, I don't know, Martha from the diner. Like I couldn't see that happening because he was a man out of time Mm -hmm. and he adjusted to so many things. He learned how to do so many things, but at the end of the day, it's still not his home. It's not his, it is, but it also isn't. His happy ending was never going to be in 2023. It wasn't going to happen here because he couldn't feel it. Like it's so much different than, I think the only reason it differs with Bucky is because Bucky has had moments of coming out and going back, coming out and going back. Steve has just had 70 years and then out. And that is a long time. And the first thing he says when he comes out of the ice is I had a date. And then in Winter Soldier, when he goes and he sees her, and oh my God, what kills me now is when he says, I, well, I couldn't leave my best girl, not when she still owes me a dance. And he couldn't. <laughs> like he had that opportunity to go back. Of course he would take it, if you think about it. Knowing, the thing is, Steve Rogers is a smart man who's gonna know and understand that if he knew that him going back in time would screw with what Peggy has already lived through. Do you really think he would do it? No. Like he saw like in the museum, like he saw her talking about how Captain America, Steve Rogers exactly. helped her get the, like the life yeah. she had. Like she wouldn't have met her husband if it wasn't for Steve. Yeah. So he knows that, but he also knows the rules of this, how time travel yeah. works here. And if he knew that it would screw up with her meeting her husband, but it, the version of Steve we know has mourned Peggy because Peggy is gone. So he knows that he is going back with Peggy, but that it doesn't mess with the life she lived. Yeah. But he now gets to live, live it with her, like live his life. Yeah. And so to see the compass, to know that his choice in civil war is driven by She's always her speech. In the right exactly. She is. She, said it last week i'll say it again she's his true north she always has been so if you had told me that this could be a possibility i'd be like yeah but no like that's the reason i thought steve would die because i was like the only way steve could move on and truly move on is if he went with peggy because that's the life he's always wanted he he couldn't leave his best girl like i'm so glad he got that but and also like okay we know the world knows how much I adore James Buchanan Barnes. I was hoping you were going to say his full name. I was like, don't just say Bucky, man. Say the full name. Make it a moment. And I don't understand the people who are saying, like, I can't believe Steve, like, abandoned and betrayed Bucky. Like, he's supposed to be your best friend. Like, all that stuff of him fighting to get him back and all this and defending him. And he just leaves him. But there is no part of me that thinks that Steve would have this plan to go back in time and live the life he never got without telling Bucky. Like, that's not their relationship. No. And the way, like, when they're out there, like, and he's getting ready to go, like, back, like, through the quantum realm and, to del- like, to take all the stones back. And the way, like, Bucky says, like, I'm going to miss you. And the way he says goodbye to him is not 
the way someone says goodbye when they know they're going to see the person in five, five seconds. seconds. Like, he, like, I know, like, the way, like, yeah, we the knew way Sebastian, right away. like, acted that, the way, like, he said it, like, facial expressions. Exactly. Like, we knew that he knew what Steve was doing. Exactly. And, like, the, like, also, that little callback to the first Avenger when he was like, don't do anything stupid until I get back. Like, how can I when you're taking all the stupid with, with you? Like, you. that little flip. Like, exactly. Yes. And I'm so glad they did that because I wanted it until the end of the line, but they oh. brought back something which was even better. I feel like, like till the end of the line would have been too, like... It would have been played out at this point, Yeah, like, I, I mean, also, I mean, obviously, I love that. Yeah. But we got, like, a different, like, a little... Not, we got a different like version a, of... I don't want to say a deep cut because it's, like, right yeah. there in the movie, but... We got a different version of an I love you. And that's yeah. the thing. I the, One of my favorite quotes is that you can say I love you in so many ways, which is like, yeah. text me when you get home. Do this, do that. And that's one of those and like, ways. We know that they love it. Because, of course. Like, Bucky has been, like, when he lost his parents, like, Bucky was there. Like, exactly. saying, like, you know, like, you can, like, you have a place you can go to. And the fact that like, when, like, they're waiting and, like, when he doesn't come back, like, it's only... Hulk and Sam, they're like, where is he? Yeah, and Bucky's like, just that's like... That's why, like, you know Bucky knew. Of and, course. like, when they, like, see him, all, like, old Steve on the bench, like, and he has that shield in the case with him. And, like, he's, like, if Bucky didn't know, like, he would have been, I feel like he would have been the first person. But to he, go. Pu- he pushes Sam yeah. over there, because I feel like he knew He knew, of course he knew. Like, and I feel like he knew that Steve wanted Sam. 100%. Like, oh, the fact that he went back and got, like, a shield that wasn't destroyed. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And, if, again, if you don't think that Bucky knew, then it's like... Like, you don't understand. It's their, Like, and that's another thing when people are saying, like, oh, it's, like, character assassination. Yeah. Like, how, like... I don't think you understand what character. that term means. Yeah. You keep using that term. <laughs> I don't think... But, it, again, it's, like... It's also an insult to Sebastian Stan and his yeah. performance because, like you said, you can clearly see it in his face. The second he's, he knows Steve is not coming back. And since Winter Soldier, Sebastian has done such a good job at just acting. Because in Winter Soldier, he face. had, like, what, like, one line? Yeah. He has done such a good job at acting with just, like, his facial exactly. expressions and, like, body language. Like, you can tell, like... Amen. And, like, I just... I love that, like, exchange between Cap and Sam, though. Like, when... Like, and I... Because I'm glad. Like, I... I'm glad Bucky isn't going to be mm-hmm. the next cap. Like, I knew... Because I want them to explore yeah. that. White Wolf. Yeah. Like, he had... Like, he's finally in a good place. Like, people... And also, the people who are saying, like, how could, like, Steve leave him at that... But, like, he wanted Bucky to, like, be at peace. And he wanted him to, like, be as close... Because he's never going to be 100% his old self. No, but Bucky's okay. Like, he's in a good... Like, Hydra is out of his mind. Like Exactly. He's good. He's not leaving Bucky alone. And that's like, another thing. What is, again, what is Sam? Chop liver? Right? Like, can like, we stop also, erasing him? Like, Sam became one of Cap's best friends, too, when yeah. like, when they met in Winter Soldier. And I, don't, I like that exchange between them when he's, like, passing on the shield to him. At that point, I couldn't see through my tears. I, I was, was so I Was I making noise or was I silent crying? You were audibly crying. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my Steve towel. I, I just saw you like in my peripheral with the towel like up to your face the whole time. But like that moment, like, and then like Bucky just watching like, yeah, 
almost like in approval. Like, of course. He knew, like, and that shows, like, he doesn't totally hate Sam. Like, no, and Sam doesn't hate sure, him. Like, up in that soul stone, they were like, buddy, so, buddy. <laughs> yeah, now, how are we doing? Can you please move your seat up? Nah, fine. They have the car in the soul stone. <laughs> the car is there. Well, the van was somehow there. <laughs> oh, the van. We love the van. But it's just. I don't know. I that whole like dynamic, like the three of them, like I love. Like and I just, it just made me upset. People saying that like Steve obviously didn't care that much about Bucky or like yeah. he was just throwing their friendship away when like. And to say that like that was so selfish of Steve, but it's like, excuse me, it's who not. else in the like, MCU he fought- has been as selfless to give and give and give and get nothing really i feel like you're they're forgetting like the first time we see like he like sacrifices himself to stop new york city from blowing up like he basically essentially kills himself to save everybody else and it's not selfish like to want to get back to want to experience that life that he lost because of that yeah agreed and the thing is he even says it, and again, this goes back to why this works, because in Age of Ultron, when him and Tony are breaking the wood in that gorgeous Mount Lodge scene, thank you, Mount Jesus, um, when he's breaking the wood and he goes, and Tony goes, yeah, stability, maybe, like, I'd want this, and he goes, the guy who wanted that, like, went under the ice 70 years ago, because, again, he can't, and shipping comes to play here heavily, but... We need to understand that the narrative has always told Steve and Peggy's story. Yeah. When she, when he's walking into the house after Thor has left, and I don't know if many people caught this, but when he's walking into the house and he hears kids yelling, like Clint's kids are yelling and like laughing and having fun, and he hears Peggy's voice saying, we can go home now. But like, is that still Wanda? Regardless, I think that that was to tell us that that's the home he wants. That's the version that Steve envisioned. Like, like he's saying, like even though he's saying like that man went under the ice seven years ago, like he still that wants man, that, but like the person that he wanted it with is not he available. Yeah. He can't have that with her. So, of course, to learn that he could and that it would be possible, and I think that's what's so crucial about showing us Peggy in 1970s and him seeing her reiterated that in that's him. Like what, that like. 30, almost 30 years after yeah. he went under. Because I think and he went so, under in 45. 40, 45 or 47? I think 45. Because he says, like, in, he says yeah. 45. So to see that, to have him see her, and then to have him constantly, like, open the locket again, and the, the compass again, and look at it, it's just utter proof that his heart's still with her. His heart has always been with her. And if otherwise... Not to be like, oh, he wouldn't move on, but there's some people in this world that can't move on after they lose the love of their life. Like when talking to Nat, like after his like, I keep telling people to move on, but here I like the when he says it, when he calls her the love of his life, and I think that's the first time we've ever heard him say the love of my life, which I was gone. I was like, God, this is all more than I ever wanted, and that's like what five minutes into the movie. Little did I know what I would experience two hours later. Um, shout out to everybody who knew and kept this from me. I Jeez. love you guys. Like, I don't know how all of our friends who knew kept a straight face with me. That's amazing. I'm so grateful for that. <laughs> but yeah, so I completely understand his choice. And there was a part of me in the beginning where I questioned, I was like, wait, does this mean that I 
misunderstood Steve's character the entire time. And I was like, no, I just never let myself believe in the idea that what I actually want and what I actually do believe and see could be canon. Because that's the thing. It's like Peggy has been a constant presence. And I've always thought that. I've thought, wow, like he's still so important to her. This dumpster, they called it the ship of dreams. Like, you know, everything about this I loved so deeply. But at some point I was like, am I just watching with goggles on at this point? Like, am I watching with chipper goggles? But then this proved that, no, I'm not. This is the narrative. This has been from the very beginning. Like, why is the first thing he says I had a date not... Like, what did year we, is it? What year is it? Did we win the war? It's I had a date. In Age of Ultron, to have his vision and his biggest fear be moving on while there's still a war going on, there's that too. It's like Steve could never move on and have that dance with Peggy if there was still a war going on, if people were still bloody around him. That's why he felt like at the end of Endgame, like it was... They won the war. It was his time. Like they won the biggest war that they, they could possibly fight. win. And so now is better time. I think what's confusing people also with the timeline is that Steve doesn't come back through the quantum realm, but it's like, he's obviously going to age. Like yeah. the super serum is not permanent and it's not something that stops him from aging. And I don't know how anyone else is choosing to look at it, but I'm choosing to look at this moment as Steve coming back in this point in time to give Sam the shield because he knows his time is coming. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that when Steve went back, that at that point he just he died peacefully of old age. And that's how I'm choosing to look at it until the Russo brothers, Chris Evans, someone comes out and tells me otherwise. But the time travel gist, stop trying to figure it out. I don't think that necessarily the serum like wears off. I just feel like he didn't have any more reason to fight. Yeah, but in order to age... Doesn't the... Well, why were people under the belief that the serum keeps him young forever? I don't know what... I don't know know what that's all about then. (laughs) But yeah, so it's like aging is possible because he lived a full life. It's like even after those five years, obviously, like, after the five-year jump, he had gray hair, so... Yeah. Oh. Which is weird seeing Chris Evans with gray hair. It was beautiful. (laughs) Thank you, Chris Evans. Um, but yeah, so I, I loved it because I got the best of both worlds because I will say here, I love Daniel Souza and I was always under the belief that he is her husband. Even though we never really, we never really saw, but where was season two of Agent Carter as far as Los Angeles? No. Oh, I mean, timeline wise and within the MCU, like what? 47, I think. And then in, um. When he's in the museum, like it doesn't have like a, well, no, because she's older. She's anyway, a little bit clip, older, so yeah. It doesn't really tell you what no. year she's talking. So about. that's again, but we'll they left it ambiguous for, sure. for a reason, and yeah, and I was always under the belief that it's Souza, and I mean, like, who else would it be? Yeah, and so they went out of their way to show us Peggy getting with a, falling in love with a man who was very similar to Steve and Steve's heart, like a man with a disability who continued to fight. Which, if that's not Daniel Souza. So I loved it. And this way I get the best of both worlds. I get my Peggy Seuss from the past and I get my Staggy of the future <laughs> and I'm here for it. But and can I'm, I just say that can. I am just very happy that they didn't try to have Steve like move on with Sharon. Yeah. Like, I'm, well, sh- I'm glad that 
didn't go anywhere after Civil yeah. War. So I don't even want to think most about that. Because kind of like, Sharon could have had so much potential, and they just reduced her to a love interest that didn't even work. It was forced. Like it, she wasn't in anything after Civil War. Like no. She just disappeared. So like I feel like it was wasted energy, wasted yeah. screen time. Yeah. Where they could have given her much more. But like the fact having. Because I like Sharon. Move on with Sharon. Like, yeah. But having him move on from Peggy with her niece. Yeah. It just, listen, canon Civil War, I have a lot of it blocked out of my head. So, <laughs> this is how I'm choosing to live my life. I can do as I please. To help me sleep better at night, that's what I'm choosing to do. But I think that Steve Rogers honors so many people with his choice. because, And Bucky knew too. Like Bucky sees the way that Peggy comes up to Steve in that moment. When he like goes, why don't we go dancing? And she's just well, like, like, not I'm here waiting for, for you, the sir. Ride. Yeah, and <laughs> and he sees it in that moment. He looks to them and he sees it. So like even though he wasn't around for like when he like for the entire time that during that movie, like he still knows what. Of course he does. My dude still carries Listen, the compass with he him. He knows that Peggy is Steve's other person. Like you can have two persons. Like, sorry, Bucky, you're not the only one he loves. <laughs> you have Sam. Sam could be your other person. <laughs> Which I'm so excited for. I cannot wait for Falcon Soldier Winter. I can't Winter. believe I'm going to pay for a Disney subscription service. But <laughs> but is there any other thing that'll be worth it other than those two idiots? Nope. I, it's going to be glorious. I, just, I cannot come on, wait. Disney, give me at least like PG-13. Like, it's not going to be on... The television, so it's on, like it's on. Yeah, so I give think me a should. little bit of like adult language, like yeah. Give me I, that. I imagine something Stranger Things see. Like Stranger Things is still appropriate for kids mm-hmm. if you're a kid that's not scared, but it still has adult themes in it. If that makes sense. Because if they try to like, yeah, I don't. Dumb it down and no. make it like super kid friendly. No, no, I don't. They haven't done that with the movies. They're not going to do that with the subscription. Again, it's like you said, it's a subscription. So if parents are allowing their kids to watch it, they're paying for it. And yeah. they know what's going to be. Um, it's not going to be on Disney Juniors or Disney <laughs> XD. I don't know, whatever it's called. But I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the Loki that ran off with the Tesseract and how that's going to play out. And I hope that that whole little thing, that little scene was hilarious to me. And I just hope like, it tumbles out of the case and he just looks yeah. down at it. And why they have his hands handcuffed in front of him is just like, come on, that's not good training. But <laughs> when he just pick, bends down, picks it up, and I can't snap, but he's gone. It's just, it's genius, and I love it. And all I hope for now is that we get a scene with Thor and Loki eventually. And I'm excited to see how this Loki grows. In Like, our Loki obviously had Frigga's death and everything with Thor and Ragnarok, but... So I'm very excited to see how this version of Loki grows. And I, I give me it. Give me Wanda and Vision. What is happening with that? Obviously, that's going to be like. Before are these, in are Scotland? these shows in line with the MCU I believe timeline? So. I believe so. So then it, it would obviously be before Infinity War. Like I don't think. Probably for that. Vision for Wanda Vision. Yeah. Still stupid name. Unless they somehow find a way to bring Vision back. Like they recreate him, but then that would be it weird because he's be not vision. Same. Yeah, and they don't have the stone anymore. Yeah, so I don't know. For that one, they could probably do. I don't know. We'll see. 
Probably past so the two like, years in Scotland. But I mean, they weren't together like twenty four seven. They like, were, like, but coming back, like Vision coming back, showing and bits and pieces. I don't know. That'll be very interesting. That's the only one that I'm a little confused with now because we got the answers in these for both of them, um, but we didn't get the answers for that. So, and like I'm also excited for. Oh, just Carol's powers, man. Also giving her the comic haircut. I, I was wondering when that would happen because I was like, wow, this is very strange that her hair is long. Because, I mean, so they filmed um, Endgame before, like she was saying, they filmed Endgame before they even had the Captain Marvel script. Oh, you're right. So, like, she, like, that was her first haircut. That's so as, cool. Yeah. And I guess, like, it's to show the passing of time. Her hair yeah. is longer than it was. In How many Captain more Marvel. haircuts are you going to get? <laughs> Stupid Rocket. <laughs> oh, and Rocket and Groot, the way that they like came they were together again. Oh, we Just love father and son. So yeah, I loved so much of this movie. I feel like we didn't talk about the funeral. Oh God, do we have to? Do we have to? Yes. <laughs> Poof, like the that Tony Stark has the on. fact that like they took that. Yeah. I'm very glad that they took a quiet moment to actually give us a funeral yeah. and that that wasn't just his, okay, go rest. I know a lot of people, like I've seen, are upset that everyone else who died didn't get a funeral. Like, we didn't get a Loki funeral. We didn't get like Gamora or Nat having but a But we funeral. don't have Nat's body. And True. if you think that... But also, like Tony is... Is Tony. Exactly. Like he's I'm sorry, the one that Tony. started like, yeah. him coming out and saying... I am Iron, Iron Man, Man was the start of, of it everything. All. Oh. But the fact that they had that thing, that like, which I forget which movie, which Iron Man movie it was. The third is blocked out of my memory. Because it's when Pepper has to go in and like fix. Second. Yeah. I think. And like the fact that they kept that thing that yeah. he had in the box and then like they put it on the little. I don't know what to have the kid from Iron Man 3. I feel like I was the only person in that theater who was like audibly or like physically excited to see harley on screen because yeah. i was like he the fact that obviously that means like tony if either kept like in kept touch. in touch with him or like he just talked about him because mm-hmm. like he helped tony through like his panic attacks he helped him repair yeah. his iron man suit when he was stuck in tennessee like he played a big part and yeah. even though he was only there for that one movie oh, he played a big part in tony's life even for that brief moment of time and the fact like to see him like not all grown up, but like see him as a teenager mm-hmm. now. Cause I think he was like 10 in that movie. Like to see him, like, like obviously like he's just like by himself there, but yeah. like to see like all the people that Tony has touched in that scene. Like I was so excited to see him though. Like iconic. It really was such a beautiful moving scene. And I love that everyone was there. Like Aunt May was there. Yeah. Wong. Cause even though, you know, like when like Aunt May and like Tony first yeah. meet, she's not like, his no, fan. but still, like, it doesn't matter. And like, she knows what he meant to Peter. Like the fact that now she knows that Peter is Spider-Man. Mm, like that probably yeah. like even more. Like she understands it. Of course, yeah. So to have everyone there, it was just. And then like his hologram like message to Morgan like. This is a thing I have to say about the hologram message. So, Tony does create a hologram version of himself, and I I hope and i pray that we do have this to a degree like we have holographic messages prepared for peter prepared for because he does that he creates a version of himself in the comics um 
And so he's still a presence. And I want that. And I hope to God that he's still a presence. So I'm going to hope. I've seen someone saying that, like, the new AI in Peter's suit is going to be Tony. And I was like... I will scream. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Listen, I didn't let myself hope for anything in Endgame. And I got it. So I am going to let myself hope that we could possibly get this. Because I can't have a Peter Parker without a Tony Stark somehow in there. Like, I, I just love that dynamic. Yeah. Also, okay, so I'm a grown adult, but I still watch the, like, it's the newer, Spi- like, because I've watched the older cartoon. Yeah. So the newer Spider-Man cartoon that's on, like, Disney XD. And it's like, Tony and, like, and Peter don't have that same relationship. Yeah. I was like, Ooh. I want my Iron Dad. Like, yeah. But that's what I, I was telling another friend, I was like, Stanley, was it you that I was saying? Stanley is like our grandpa. Yeah, you texted me that. Yeah, I was like, Stanley is like our honorary grandpa, and Tony is our honorary dad. And I know everyone says like Robert Downey Jr. is like the godfather of the yeah. but really it's John Favreau, because he's the one who like took a chance on RDJ for Iron yeah. Man, and like he... Tony, Tony's just like a dad. Like he's like our MCU dad, and it's just so weird that we're not gonna have him. So I really hope I'm gonna hold on to the hope because they've given me so much that I trust they will give also, us. Also, like yesterday, I think Zendaya watched. Endgame I know and her, her like Instagram story. She was like me co- like coming out of Endgame, knowing what I know about Far From Home. I was, I was like, like, what, what is do that? You know what happens? Like oh, now, now I'm going to be an emotional I am wreck, so and you're going to be in a different country. Not, yeah, I was going to say I'm not watching live. So like, are we still going to do? Oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> We're just going to watch it separately. <laughs> no, I mean you're going to watch it twice. I'm Congratulations, watching it more than twice. Well, yeah, exactly. So reserve your second one. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I really hope we get that fingers, toes, like, everything. Now I know crossed. there's gonna be some like just because based off of that, even though she didn't really give anything yeah, away, but like, you're like, I was like there's gonna be something emotional. Tony is gonna be mentioned. Yeah, like the like also the fact that Peter doesn't want to take his suit with him on his trip. Can you imagine though if the suit is like, kid, move this way? Oh my god, I would just ah, oh, my heart. Speaking I want of it. Pe- like his reunion with Ned. Oh, at the end, like when Ned is like crying like when they're hugging it's like but also so where's louise i I needed his recount of everything everything he's like the people started turning to dust and i feel like people want that so bad that kevin feige should just arrange like a little youtube clip right (laughs) like what is michael pena doing right now nothing cool record this record but um because i was thinking like so in like that that five years in the Soul Stone, mm-hmm. like, it didn't feel like five years for all those people mm-hmm. that were trapped in it. Yeah. And so Peter is still the same. So I think at the end of because in Civil War he was sixteen. Well, oh, and no, because that was before Homecoming. In Homecoming, I think he said he was fifteen. He was fifteen. Oh yeah, he doesn't and have so, a driver's license yet. And then Infinity War was sixteen, probably. Two, it was two years oh, later. Seventeen. And so. He was 17, like, during, like, when the snap happened, which means, I'm just, like, all his friends were in the same grade as him, were obviously the same age, and so, like, I think someone, I don't know it will, if it was Feige or who said, like, they all got dusted, yeah. like, all of his people, and so, like, coming back, like, they're all going to be the same age. Interesting. But, did Aunt May, I think she survived, did she survive? I don't know, I think we have like, an answer. We'll we see, see in... But like, 
far from home, I guess. I mean, that would suck if it was like five years without like thinking Peter like Peter's gone, gone forever and then yeah. like, he comes back. But so like they're all, even though it's been five years, like they're all back to being that same being age. 17, like being in school. So like, and far from home starts basically like right after Endgame. Cause like I'm like just trying to put together like how old everyone is like in the time period. Yeah. Cause if they're all taking a school trip, obviously they're still they're still in high school. school. Yeah. Which oh my gosh, I can't wait. I cannot believe we're on the other side. I feel like there was so much anticipation yeah. building up, and it did not disappoint. No, at all. it didn't. It it was the it was honestly the best movie. I've seen in theaters in a very long time. And I, I I really do think it is my number one in MCU. I'll think about it further, but I think it is number one. And what's so interesting is we've already hit a billion and it's the opening weekend. It was bef- like the weekend <clears throat> wasn't even over. Like I was reading yesterday that it was at 1.2 billion yeah. global. And then, so it already broke like every global box office, but it also broke all like U.S. box yes. office records because I think they were at like three hundred something million in the U.S. alone, and so they've like they exceed obviously they exceeded like Infinity War they but like every record they've Here's broken. Thing, I'm really just hoping it beats Avatar Man. It has because it beat every no for worldwide gross oh all time. Avatar is still on top. No one knows how. It's okay. We could bring it down. Zoe Saldana is in this too. It's still a movie she's in. <laughs> Oh so, I, I still don't understand why that movie is so high up, but okay, fine. Ever see, I don't think I've ever watched it in its entirety. I watch it in theaters. I've watched I have, like bits and pieces yeah. of it. Um, but basically, I can, I'm just, I'm so sad. It's been a long, long time since I've been happy. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Do you know what I just did there? The song that's playing when Steve and Peggy dances, it's a long, long time. Uh, <laughs> see, you notice, like. Obvious. I have a Stephen Peggy playlist, guys, that I've always had, and it's so funny because all of the songs are like, like one of the songs is Mumford and Haste, not Mumford and Sons, not with Haste, and like in that song it says like, "You will dance with me and we will uh, fulfill our <laughs> dreams." And I just like it was like always that playlist where I was like, "All I'm gonna have ever is this playlist, and I'm gonna weep." And now you have the real thing. Now, I've, if my grandchildren are hearing this in the future. Be grateful because otherwise, all you would have ever heard is they never got their dance. Now you'll hear they did get their dance. So, I'm I'm so satisfied and I'm so in awe of what this eleven years has built up to. It's just, it's there's nothing like it. Like the MCU, like they're coming from like hundreds thousands yeah so it's of, like very... stories like and they have like over the course of these 22 films they have uh like differed from the yeah. comic books because like like i said like when you're making a film adaptation yeah. you can't stay exactly the same and also because of like the times yeah. when like these the comics were written like we're we're we're, we're in a different time exactly now. yeah so it's like, like they're not gonna have Wanda dressed in that Scarlet Witch costume. Yeah. It's like I cannot believe that such a huge chapter of my life is closing and in such a satisfying way. 
that's just that's just it like i i cannot believe that we are so lucky to have witnessed all this like, like marvel has been like it's my thing that i yeah. have like discovered on my own yeah and so like yeah from like first starting like with like the cartoons on tv and then it's like just... when iron man came out like so this has been like my thing for my mm-hmm. life like obviously like like my my mom is a huge sci-fi person so mm-hmm. she had star wars like yeah like, even though she's more like she's a trekkie but she's still <laughs> yeah <laughs> had, like so like i got into that but then it was always those were things that were introduced to me from like other people but mm. then marvel was like the thing that it i was came yours. into on my own yeah same and so like i grew went from like middle school oh, into like adulthood i've just had all these movies yeah but now the end game is brought that chapter to a close like i'm excited for phase four like i'm excited yeah, to see same. like we have another black panther like spider-man but this is just it's different it's, it's a like chapter and it's a very the satisfying chapter, like closing chapter. the book on all of those like the original six mm-hmm. and it's and again, not to bring it back, but it's like Peggy Carter is my favorite yeah. character. Fictional female character, Peggy. I mean, I named my cat after her. Like so she knows her value and what other she, people think does not matter. Truly. So to have seen her back in this, I couldn't have asked for anything better. Like, I got my closure on everybody. Because like, if we're looking at it chronologically, like within the MCU, yeah, she was at the very beginning. She was. First Avenger happens before exactly anything else, and she is there before Steve is even Captain America. She is Peggy Carter before he is Captain America. So it's like queen. Like so, really, we are like everything comes full circle with like I am Iron mm-hmm. Man happening, the dance, like, everything. So truly, I'm so thankful, and I'm I'm so glad. We should do another one of these after we watch DVD con, uh, con commentary. Commentary. That won't be for a while, though. I know, but it's fine. We'll have time to like have our souls heal and just scream like how last time I was just screaming about Denai Guerrero's performance. <laughs> so, yeah. The dedication that woman has. Alrighty, guys. We'll be back soon, hopefully. I hope you're all well. God Love you, bless 3, you all. Love you, three thousand. God bless the MCU. Thank you. Can't even. Can't.